Welcome everybody to Bowery Boogie on Cap with Rebel Mouth. I want to give a special shout out to my friends over at Bowery Boogie. I'd be down with four. So when they do that, they reach out to Bowery Boogie. I grew up in the Bronx. I came to the States in 
cartoon stuff. I actually had to get rid of all of my my art stuff for a while because we found out we were getting pregnant. We needed a spot. We, uh, we, we needed the space. We needed... Um, uh, I tend to overthink a lot of things. I, I read about oil paints and how they were uh, dangerous to developing child's minds and uh, child's brains and everything. So all the stuff got put off to the side. <clears throat> I found a Surface Book Pro. I started doing um, cartoon kind of illustrations. Got the name Eyebrows. And um, I think like where I'm from, like my neighborhood uh, growing up, like graffiti was just a very common thing with people. Um, and I know a lot of my friends were still doing it. So I was like, yo, you know, if you, I'm going to join up with you. I'm going to start putting these stickers up and uh, promote this, this eyebrows thing that I'm doing. And uh, I started once, you know, once I started getting into it, I just kept going and uh, uh, I got the bug and I, I didn't stop. And then my old, my older kind of style started meshing with my newest style that I was doing and it became this LeCru eyebrows thing and it just kind of stuck. And, uh, yeah, I haven't stopped since I started putting the stickers up. Okay. Yeah. So, so what, na- what neighborhood are you, are you originally from? Um, uh, from Queens. So yeah, you definitely saw a lot of graffiti coming out of Queens. Yeah, it was very it was very common. I don't know if it's still common or not. I mean, see it everywhere, but Okay, so so what what years did you uh what year did you start getting like uh focusing on art more seriously? I've always been focused on art. Art's always been like it's always been my um my ambitions, I guess. Or you know, it's it's always been the escape for me. That that's the that's the funny like I can't say I've been focused on art uh, because it's, it's just, it's always been in part of uh, my life, in the, um, uh, of everything that I put myself into. I think the same way that uh, as if I'm creating art. Um, so like, the, like, I mean, it's always been a gigantic part of me. I tried to get into like, um, so when you say like focus, like, you know, like, like, I think there's two different roads of focus. I think there's one focus where it's just this natural ability to just focus on it and not worry about anything else that has to do um, with being with being used as, a, like, a promotional thing or, like, being, uh, notif- you know, like, like being noticed about it or anything or putting it in front of anybody else's face. I think that it's always been the primary focus within myself, within my life, within... Um, uh, everything that 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 I do, art has always been there to be a part of it. Um, so I feel like I've focused on it my whole life. To be the other side of it is that the focus is like maybe like <clears throat> you know like when's it been your focus to um, put it out there and get a response from people and try to pursue it to be you know as a income generating or um, you know. Uh, uh, something like that or be noticed on it i'd say i tried it i tried to get around around to it in like 2010 um and then of course when i started putting on the street and up to now i think both those focuses have kind of like meshed or became kind of one which is kind of weird too because i feel like like you know it's a little scary to make it a focus of income or a focus of, uh, 
you know, like identity almost where like, I feel like that might take away from the focus that I have on the inside for it. And both worlds wouldn't be able to, to kind of like survive. Right. Getting influenced by the outside and, and putting more focus on what I should do in order to get the sales or, or get into the galleries and into the spaces. So I try to keep it as a, as a natural kind of balance to say, all right, yeah, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. But I still have to remain the true focus of what it is. And it's like just every essence of my being, uh, my medicine. It's my meditation. It's, it's I need it, you know? Right. Does that answer the question or is that, is that too much? That pretty much answers the question, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I here, kind of... more, more, is, more is, less is not more. More is, more is better. <laughs> cool. So what would you say, like, do you, the characters that you draw, since this is obviously audio, can you, like, describe them to people listening that can't visualize them? Or do they have a name? Do you call them something? Um... They're very like cave drawings. Um, a lot of people say I have like an African influence from African art. Okay. Um, uh, there's there's plenty of words that have been thrown at me. Uh, minimalist. I use two colors. They're black and white. They're kind of uh, stick figureish in a way. <clears throat> um, they're half. It's like a crossbreed between one line, one line work and um, uh, Picasso. Maybe <laughs> I get a lot of I Picasso. Yeah, I can vibe that. Yeah, Picasso. I see that. Yeah, yeah. I've been called Picasso's nephew like more than once. It's strange. Um, yeah, it, it's very minimalist um, storytelling. Uh, cave drawings. Maybe that's that's a good accurate description. I definitely, yeah, I can see like a cross between Picasso and cave drawing. So it's like a hiero, hiero, hi, oh, I can't get it out. Oh my God, hieroglyphic. There you go. <laughs> well, I was trying to mix the two words together, like, Picasso, like you know, hieroglyphic, hieroglyphs are much more um, ornate and detailed than I think what LaCroix is doing. Um, this is definitely more akin to Picasso, I think, for sure. I like that. So you yeah, use spray paint, or do you use, like, what do you use when you're painting a mural? Stole my question. <laughs> she stole my question. <laughs> uh, for all my outside work, my murals are all spray paint. And uh, my canvases are acrylic. And then I started on paper with... Um, Paint and like mixed media, whatever I have around, pastels, pencils, I'll use a crayon. If and so are you actually telling stories in each of the pieces or? Yeah, yeah, I am. They're all, so, it's, you know, it, I'm getting used to explaining my work and myself. Um, so uh, they... I, I start spontaneous. It's a spontaneous thing. I, I roll out the canvas. I throw the canvas up. Um, I'll prime it twice. Then I'll tone it. And then when I'm ready, I just I grab a mark and I start with one eye of a character. And then whatever that builds into whatever it is, it's there. And I have some music on and I get zoned. And 
my my goal is is uh, though it's not really like planned or started what it is is i feel like each um character or uh symbol or animal or anything that i put in there is really just like an emotion and the emotion is interacting with another emotion or carrying another emotion um which forms into this story that I almost feel like is like ancient wisdom or knowledge. It's really just me figuring out what's going on inside of me um, and then mirroring it onto a canvas so that I could step back and kind of figure out um, and see what's going on in my life or in life in general in a clearer state. And my ultimate goal is to maybe pass on these um, lessons or understandings that I feel like you can't put into words, right. but I want to pass them on to my, my kids. And I want them to relate to that. And hopefully that can like help them out later on in life or, you know, I mean, it helps me out. It's my meditation, you know? So like, I remember the first gallery that I ever put art up on, like I was freaking out because I feel like it's like pages of a journal that I'm sticking up onto a wall for like people to see. Uh, but it's a very spiritual kind of deep rooted um, sense of like psychology for me. So yeah, everything's a story. Everything's a story. So what do you get? Like it's, I know it's different feelings from seeing your work in a gallery opposed to seeing it out in the street, you know? What 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 are the reactions? Some of the reactions you get from people when they see your artwork out in the street. It's it's been all positive, you know. I was thinking I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I I've had a little bit of a, more of a like um, exposure over the past uh, year and a half, and it's been all po everything that I hear back has been super positive, has been super encouraging. Um, people are rooting, you know, for me. Like they, they, they see it. They, they sometimes they see something that's totally different. Because when I step back and I see exactly what I did, and I actually have to look at it, um, I know exactly what it means and what it's saying to me. It's like as if you just woke up from a dream. Um, you sat down. You and I don't know if you guys do this, but you know, if you write out your dream, you start figuring out that you know, you know, like there's no, it, the dream is in direct correspondence to like something that's going on right now, whether you can't figure it out or something that like, you know, you've been thinking about, it's all symbolic imagery of, you know, your, um, your psyche. And so when I step back and I look at it, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, you know, like I know exactly what that duck means. I know what that, that represents. And a lot of the times people will tell me that they see, you know, either something extremely close to what I see or like sometimes it's spot on. Sometimes it's a little bit different. Sometimes, it, but but it all has this general kind of like um, it's all in the general basket of, of what I think it means to me, or, or what I just let out, what I just put on that wall, or what I just put on that canvas. Somehow, like connects to people, like it's communicating the same message or story or vibe or feeling to those to those other people. So I was thinking about it the other day. I was like. You know, like I haven't had any negative feedback and I'm not saying that everybody absolutely loves me. I'm sure people are like, ah, eh, you know, whatever. I could just walk by that, whatever. But they don't feel enough to like kind of tell me 
to like, you know what I'm saying? So like they can't really like, you know, uh, not like it that much, but everything's come back to be um, pretty close to, to how I feel about it. Positive. Excellent. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I, do, I do have a dream journal. I have like very vivid dreams. I have always had them my whole life. Never had like a platform to share them other than my writing. And then, of course, with my writing, I have to like actually verbalize what my dream was and how it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, I've called Brass before and been like, yo, I just had the craziest dream about you. I don't know what it meant. And I never really got a resolution. It's just sort of, you know, okay, well, I told him about it and he doesn't know either. And I sound like a batshit crazy person, but it's great that like you figured out a way to almost like have this dream interpretation on the walls of the streets of new york like what's cooler than that yeah that does sound actually cool uh when i hear it back yeah. <laughs> it's really cool <laughs> there's not a lot of people that can do that you know sometimes people take uh, yeah it's, it's definitely a gift it's, it's been something that i've been doing for a long time i think i feel now i've myself with like mess almost uh, you know, that method. That's very cool. It's actually cooler than cool. Thank you. Thank you. Sure yet. <laughs> this is cool. You gotta make cool. a word for that. Cooler than cool. You know those ink blots that they show people and say, what do you see? Yeah. What are those called? Warshaw? Or... I can't the real word? What, what? The real word for it? I have no idea. Yeah, I think they're like war. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to make myself sound even stupider than. (laughs) I just think that it's kind of like that. It's like, what do you see in this? And then as the artist, hearing back all these different interpretations got to fill you with this amazing sense of almost, I guess, pride, really. Like, look at what I did and look at this, you know, this reaction um, that I'm getting from people who have never met me. They don't know what I'm about. They don't know the backstory. And like, we're on such a similar page of this book that of my dreams. Like, that's just really what yeah, I'm I mean, feeling. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's coming from like such a pure place. You know, like there's no intention behind it really at all, r- rather than to just like ex- maybe just figure out or explain um, something. And, and usually it's, you know, it's out of like love and, and um, you know, just appreciation. It's, it's, a, it's just a form of communication, but it's coming from pure. Like I'm not trying to make it look nice and pretty and, you know, but I want it to feel nice. You know, like I want it to feel real. And, and I think that's the connection. I think if you could put that kind of like um, innocence or, or purity into anything that you do, whether it be cooking or, you know, cleaning or mopping or, you know, uh, I don't know, doing whatever you do for, for a living. Like you, the response to that is just natural, you know, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, it's just going to be naturally brought back to you. Like, you. You get what you put in. And if you put something that's half ass or, or if you put something that's, um, if you're trying to impress, you know, you could come off a little phony or something. And I think if you put your heart in, then it will be returned back to you exactly the way that it was put into it. So, so if someone like, um, 
commissions a piece from you and they say, I oh, want shit. All right. this told. <laughs> like, what do you do? All right, so commissions, right? You, you want to hear something crazy? Yes. <laughs> the way that I that I I really like to do commissions, but I don't like to do too many commissions. So, um, I've done three commissions so far. One commission was somebody said, "Hey, you know, I I love that face on the sticker. I've been, you know, I see it everywhere, and I, I want to put it on my wall. Can you do that for me?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sure." And uh, no problem. The other two commissions, I had. I like to meet the person. We'll go out. We'll, we'll get a cup of coffee. We'll take a walk. Um, get to know you a little bit. Get to know where you're coming from, what your background is. Um, and so, um, as soon as I know that information, so like I'm, ugh, like I don't want to sound like I'm, uh, you know, a psychic or something, but I could pick up on on like who you are, your essence, where you're going. I, I could I could feel it and I can see it in my head. Um, how to tell your story so the first one i did i nailed it pretty good it was it was good the second one i did so i i and um you know i don't want to take anything away from the first one but the second one was was it's a better story i met up with her and she was you know to you know, beautiful people, you know, you could tell like, you know, she's great heart. She, you know, she's like, um, uh, we moved here. I have a two year old and, um, I kind of want to, like, you know, express, um, raising a two year old in the city around, you know, during this time. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so we had a long talk. We had a long walk. We got, you know, we got along really well. And I went back and I said, okay, I got the canvas and, um, uh, I did um, the painting for them, and like it was, it, like I felt like it was unique because the faces were kind of like multiple faces. Um, they were like embracing, and like you know, there was nothing to say. It was, it was very positive. Everything was looking upwards and into the center and everything. But um, I had put like this other, you know, I put um, the wife, the husband, the baby, and then there was this other um character that was kind of meshy in there but not really too visible and I noticed and I was like oh wow that's cool um and then when I gave it to them they were like you know, she was just like, you know she was like oh, oh my god she was like this is amazing now I didn't know that she was pregnant I knew you were gonna say that you predicted her pregnancy I knew you were gonna say that <laughs> I didn't know because she knew she didn't tell me she was only you know she was very early like, oh, like, oh my god, like, what did I do? What did, what did I tap into? You know, so yeah, so commissions, I like to get a feeling and I like to just ride off that. And to me, that's amazing. If I could pull some something off like that and like somehow connect to you on a level where I can illustrate some things that you didn't even tell me, I'm all about that. That's that's amazing to me. So you do have some sort of psychic ability then? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. So everyone listening, if you got a commission piece by LaCrew, you might get your future told. <laughs> Someone here is going to know her future. <laughs> future for you. So, so what, what, 
you said you, 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 your, your styles started changing and then you meshed your styles together. Um, what made you start doing that? Like, what, what made the change? Just, just natural. It was just like, you know, because when I was painting, I was using a lot of colors. And it was kind of similar to the style that I'm doing now. Then I put it all away. I started doing the, the funky cartoon stuff. And I like, I just, you know, because if I'm not creative, if I'm, a, if, I'm, if I'm not making art, like, I'm not right, you know? Like, I, like there's something that's just, like, I feel like I'm missing something. I get agitated. I'm a little, like, bummed out and stuff, you know? Like, it's it really is just something very um, therapeutic to me. Uh, and I always knew this. I was like, I'm, I'm going to find a way to, to get back to painting. And, uh, you know, of course I did. I, I got my stuff out. I found another room. I made it happen. And I wasn't going to paint the cartoon illustrations because, I mean, I was using a tablet. You know, so like, and I was doing my art style on the tablet as well. I mean, it just, it wasn't the same thing. I like to get the hands dirty. I like the smell of the paint. I like to, you know, I like to, I like to be in that moment in that zone. And it wasn't the same on a tablet. So I, I did the illustrations just to get by. Then I started painting again and started adding the element of the cartoon stuff into it. But ultimately I went back and I think that from the point from the point I started, I was supposed to lose the, the the painting supplies in order to pick up this the the tablet and in order to go backwards again, just to get a fresh start and a fresh you know approach to the canvas work, and um, it just ended up kind of blending both together. But I th I feel like it was just necessary steps to to really get to this style. Uh, I think every artist's career is trying to not find their style, but find themselves in the art. And I think that everything that got to me to this point was helping me to find my unique style um, within myself. And I think that the tablet helped out just by taking me away from the canvas for a while and then reintroducing me to the canvas and just starting, not fresh, but uh, refreshed. The reset button. <laughs> and what was you said that you zone out listening to music when you paint? What kind of music do you listen to? Oop, I saw your question. Uh, you might as well ask oh. the question. Ask so the question. <laughs> um, I don't know what you call it. I, I think some people call it progressive rock. It's um, like instrumental rock, and I'll give you a couple bands. Number okay. one, Russian, Russian circles. Number two, God is an astronaut. Uh, number three, if uh, these if these trees talk. And uh, number four is Sigur Ross. Hmm. So all instrumental, very like you know slow, and then the build up, and it it brings out emotions in me, and and I just go to town. Okay. <laughs> my, my question wouldn't have worked on this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ask well, it anyway. Well, I know he just he just mentioned his song, so I mean, all right, I let's try like anyway. That's let's, painting. That's right, yeah, right. Let's let's go for a memorable song from uh. You choose the year, which is your most memorable song. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Oh man, I gotta. Out of any year, any year, 
like, tell us the year art in your in yeah. your career as an artist right so you say you've always been and of course i'm sure that's true it's part of you but like maybe like a time when you were out slapping stickers a bunch of times and what was playing like in your head or on the radio all right i'm gonna give you i got i gotta look up the name of the song because i don't remember the names of songs okay tempest by tool tempest by tool Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tool fan. All right. I love Tool. Yeah. That works. <laughs> there that we go. Fans, I was like, yeah, nope, 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 nope. Okay, got you, Tool. Got you. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the other bands are not very popular. And that's fine. Um, I listen to a lot of very unpopular music myself. Me too. But, um, yeah, I was hoping to hear one or two ones that I knew. <laughs> well, now you know them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And there's a bunch of songs, man. Uh, relating to art, that, for some reason, that, that song just made me very, um, it just reminds me of, like, the, tran- the, the transition of growing, like, within popularity of last year. Why do you think that you have grown so much in popularity, especially during, I guess, this past year is considered, like, one of the hardest years in the history of the world for a lot of people? Um, it, it was a reset. It, well, not a reset. It was when the pandemic hit, and in March, when I, when, when I went home from work for good, um, it was the first time in my life that I could live as a full-time artist. And I went balls to the wall. I, I, I went... I, I had nothing else to do but live as an artist, and I went really hard, and, and I put the work in and I think it just naturally developed into something uh that people started talking about and, and everybody was I guess glued to their phones and true, <laughs> you true. know I was so in your face a lot um I and then I got people should focus on I guess the good that came out of the pandemic um yeah, a lot of yeah, people yeah. it was a crazy crazy thing we're, we're, we're still I guess kind of in it I don't feel like it really left so things are getting back to normal. So shows are start happening again. You got anything planned for the summertime yet, or? Uh... Um, I have nothing really set in stone. I have a couple of shows that are coming up. Oh, what now? Art battle. Oh, do tell. Um, um, up magazine and. In collaboration with uh, the new place Sour Mouse on, is it Delancey Street? Oh, say less. I already know. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Um, Yeah. We do a battle, don't we, Brass? (laughs) Yeah, we do a battle. (laughs) battle. You're digressing from this. No, I think it's important because I want to merge street artists and graffiti artists into the Bowery Boogie scene. And maybe the crew wants to be a part of the battle. There you go. What is the battle? I don't like I don't like the battle. Oh, it's good though. <laughs> the battle's interesting. Very interesting. The golden gauntlet graffiti. Tell me a lot battle. more about this battle. Well, no, Up Magazine actually interviewed me about it for the last one. It was um Noah Daly is a phenomenal writer. Oh my god. Um so yeah, it's just basically a bunch of graffiti writers, usually train era or 90s wall writers, um, all battling live painting style. 
um, with spray cans. We're working on the next one. Ours was uh, the last show of 2020, like literally February 8th, 2020. Oh, geez. Yeah. And then COVID was like, hey, what's up, guys? So, um, yeah, so right now we're actually talking to um, Lisa Project about helping us find a venue for the next one. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I want to start planning it so badly. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of work, but... What does the winner get? What's that? Does the winner get? Well, this year, we don't even know yet. Alright. The reigning champ right now is Part. Oh, alright. Runner-up, Ree. Ree was the reigning champ, and then Part beat him. And then the handstyle battle winners were Chain and Frankie Butts. Very nice. Oh. Now, uh, we completely were a track, too. No, <laughs> he's an artist. Oh, my God. He was just about to tell us about his, about the art battle, which I, I was... know, but I heard the word battle. That's like Pavlov's <laughs> dog. And I like, you know, it goes off in my head. And I'm like, oh, battle. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, so tell us about the it. up battle. Up, up, up. What is it? An art battle. The yeah, up man. Yeah, I mean, they call. I don't think. I don't take it as a battle. I think it's three artists that get together with live music at Sour Mouse. It's going to be on the seventeenth at six thirty, and uh, we paint. We paint live. Are you Who's, painting like spray paint? Or are you painting on a canvas? Uh, like, how y'all... Three three artists with canvases and uh, like acrylic paint. All right. Well, you better kick ass. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you could like fortune tell the other two artists and be like, "Yo, got your number <laughs> right here who, on who the are, canvas." Who are some of the other artists going to be there? Um, it's got Kalicho art is in there. Um, hold on, let me bring up the the flyer here. I don't want to put you on the spot, and you know, just... no, I mean it's I'm terrible with names. It's it's terrible. I'm terrible with names. I'm getting bad with faces. It's a sign of getting old. Okay. I'm going through that too. It's, no, it is, man. It, it definitely is. It's going to be me, Kalicho Art, DKNYC Art. It's going to be hosted. Uh, well, the, the MC is a prolific one. And then the, the judges is Ankle V Art, Con Art Studio, Sex 6, Consumer Art, and uh, Tim Neithercock. Right on. That's, that's this weekend? That's, that's the whole line. What's up? Is that this weekend? That is Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Let's see, I can make it over there. Support. Yeah, stop in. Wait, yeah. what time is it at? It's 30. It at? Oh, I don't get out of work till 6.30. That's fine. Have you been to that? It starts at 6.30, right? It starts at 6.30. But the last one, I think we actually started painting like around 7.30. Okay. Okay. So besides that, what else are you working on? Do you have any upcoming murals that you're painting? Anything? I've been painting for the Bushman Collective for a few weeks. 
I have um, a, it's just a, it's like a block long wall. It's wow. crazy. And, uh, so I, I got one side done in one day, but I actually had help that day. And then every weekend I've been stopping in and just doing like, it's like kind of like panels of a wall. Like, so I, I sectioned it off. So I'm up to the fourth section of it. And then I think I have like two more sections to go. Oh, okay. uh, as long as it is, as, as you know, the guy wants it to stay up there. <laughs> so yeah, it's, he likes it a lot so far. So hopefully it stays up for the party. Are they doing a block party this year? I think they are. I saw something. I think it's in the beginning of August. Usually it was the beginning of June. So. Which street is that on? Don't quote me on that. That's over, like, uh, what is that, like Jefferson, or it's between Cypress and St. Nicholas? St. Nick. Or, yeah, St. Nick. A little bit past there, maybe? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm doing that, and then um, I'm going down to North Carolina um, the end of June, and I'll be painting for uh, Coitus Street Art in the, uh, the oh, town of North Carolina. Noted district? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> in the what district? Are you making shit up? No, it's not a district. That's the uh, the like the art district over there in North Carolina. When I go down there, I, I always go to check out the art out there too. My daughter's out there, so you know. Is that like Greensboro and? Uh, that's um not exactly sure. It's not too off off of Charlotte. It's uh. Jeez, I can't give you exact address because you know I'm not from out there. <laughs> yeah. I've been to North Carolina like once. Right. I have no idea. I'm driving down. Yeah. Oh, enjoy the ride. <laughs> Twelve hours. Oh man, it's gonna be an interesting ride for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virginia's like the longest state. It sucks. Like you never feel you feel like you're never getting out of Virginia. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's just so long. Let me tell you, I, I had to stop. I had to go to the hotel room. I was just, I was just done already. I'm like, yeah, oh, I, I can't. I'm just gonna go <laughs> sleep and then get back on the. Road. And then when I woke up, I realized I was only like like an hour away. So I was like, that was oh, like, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think we're, we're trying to leave at like, I don't know, like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and just try to make it straight down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the best bet. Try to go straight. Uh. <laughs> gotta get your music lined up. Gotta yeah, get it ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's not. You know what? I don't think it's bad now because still with the whole COVID situation, there might be less traffic and everything. You know? I don't know. I don't know. The traffic has been bananas lately. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. I'm trying. Hey. To- been the positive side of it, you know? No, I think road trips are fun. He's going to have fun. You're going to have good music. You get to get out and paint. Yeah, and in, in another state, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. But, but traffic has been crazy lately. Yeah, it's like everybody bought cars during COVID, and they're all driving them at the same time. It was that check. That check did it. <laughs> and I got real used to just flying everywhere. And you didn't even have to take a park during COVID. You just parked by a meter and you got out and you did what you had to do. Yeah. The streets were empty. You could drive anywhere, get there like in 15 minutes, go through the city. It was, 
It was, be- it was beautiful. And now it's like, it's, it's crazy again. It's stressful. And you like, I think it's like the stimulations too. Like I'm not used to seeing so many people. And like now it's just like an overload of like, you know, people everywhere now. I got to get used to driving again. Yeah. yeah I think I, we all do. Yeah. I try not to drive during like three o'clock. I know it's like, she's going to be really congested. I try not to drive uh-huh. to like six o'clock or something like that. <clears throat> I just hate traffic now. I guess as you get older, you just don't enjoy as many people around you. Yeah. I think that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> now this is starting to sound like old person's, uh, <laughs> Next, we'll start complaining. The geriatric hour with Rebel Knowledge. <laughs> yeah, we'll start comparing our afflictions to each other. And <laughs> I, have some, I have some back pain. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has to com- compare and make theirs just a little bit worse than the next person's. <laughs> it's so hard to sit in a car because my old ass back pain. <laughs> Oh, this was interesting here. Yeah. Well, um, you want to give any shout-outs or anything? Are we at that point already? I don't even know. I'm not even looking at the clock here. You tell me. No, I want to know if you got – yeah, we are kind of at that point. But before we do that, did you, like, get a vibe off me or Brass? Do you want to tell us anything we should be cautious about? You can tell her is her vibe because she's a, she's into knowing every you want to know everything, don't you? I mean, you gotta hire me for a commission. Significant. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> no, I can listen, I can bevel you. Psychic abilities. I think that <laughs> I am able to just connect on a level to maybe you know tell a I don't know I pick up on something if I'm gonna paint for you. But uh, my vibes for you guys are just good people. Oh, Very good people. oh we that's love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 that's good. I'll Venmo I don't you, talk to a lot of people. I keep to myself a lot and move really quiet. <laughs> uh, but you know, you guys hit me up and said, "Hey, you, know, you want to do a podcast?" And I, I probably would have said no to like you know, twenty other people. But you know, for some reason, I felt comfortable with. Appreciate it. Really That's appreciate so it. Sweet. Right? Now for some reason I think Rebel's gonna look at you like the the uh the fortune teller in the box. No, right? I'm not. <laughs> I'm totally with my expressive eyebrows, very happy that you joined us on, on our geriatric hour. And yes. I just I'm really like I'm excited for you because it sounds like there's a lot of really amazing stuff happening and Wayne spoke so highly of you, which is a huge compliment in my opinion. Wayne is a is I'm very fortunate to have met Wayne. I I, I connected to him, and uh, <clears throat> when I got questions about art and, and art moves, he's he's always given me great advice, and uh, I'm I'm very fortunate to have met, to have met him and, and connected with him like that. So yeah, shout I, out I, to I Wayne and the Lisa Project. Oh yeah, I should put the clapping on. Wait, I gotta put some clapping on for Wayne. Wayne deserves clapping. <laughs> well, we could just keep talking meanwhile while I hit this button here. And Okay. Was that an was that a claps? That was an audience? 
That was the audience. They went crazy for Wayne. It sounded like a bunch of static on my end. It oh, sounded yeah, like, like birds chirping on my really? end. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Listen, I got a party next. Oh, there uh, he goes. We lost it. him. <laughs> he went to the party. That's, that's what happened. He went to the party. Uh, well, any, I mean, honestly, thank you so much for joining us. I know that, you know, you no. said you don't really um, talk to a bunch of people. So it means even more that you chose to do this with us. And I'm really excited to see what you do next. If people want to follow you, um, why don't you just give them your Instagram on here? It's, yeah, it's just Instagram is my, my only real platform. Um, art by eyebrows, there's underscores on it. Or if you search LaCrue eyebrows, I'm probably one of the first ones that pop up. Okay. Yeah. Right on. And hopefully we'll meet in the future and um, yeah. you can, you know, show me your process and all that. We can oh, paint, well, a, we can paint a portrait of brass. <laughs> no, no, you know, you want the reading. That's what it is. I do not <laughs> want a reading. I'm literally totally not wanting one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm come, not a psychic. He's, come with a crystal ball. he's not a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But for some reason, I think you see him as the the, the fortune teller. <laughs> I think that you should be quiet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just the cool thing that happened. I mean, what if she didn't know she was pregnant and you were like, yo, check yeah. this out. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's kind of like a talk show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely don't think you're a fortune teller. Oh my god, Brass, stop. He's like not Zoltar. <laughs> so I that is Zoltar. 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 Yes. That's the name. That's it. Right. Zoltar. Excellent. Also reminds me of a cartoon Zoltar. Anyway, that's a whole different story there. See, he keeps aging himself. He says we talk about, oh, we're like the geriatric, but look at you, Mr. Zoltar. Well, I'm including myself with the geriatric things, you know. I'm soon to be an AARP official gold card member. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mess with me. (laughs) All right. Well, if you guys are ever in Bushwick and you see somebody painting a giant caveman drawing, go say hello to LaCrue. If you're at the art battle on Thursday, root for LaCrue. And we just want to thank you again for joining us so much. Um, Thank Thank you. Access to pleasure. Same here, guys. Thank you both. And we're out. Take care. I want to give a special shout out to my friends over at Bowen. I'd be down with So when they do that, they reach out to Barry Bush. So go out there get some beat and fucking do something. Next question. I'm Rebel Knowledge.